Hi guys, how are you all doing? Welcome to episode 9 of Morning Chai and Ikigai. This is your podcast host Priyanka. Let me begin by wishing you all a very happy Ganesh Chaturthi. Uh, living in Goa, I can speak on behalf of all my fellow Goans when I say that for us, Ganesh Chaturthi is one of the biggest celebrations of the year, probably even bigger than Diwali. Um, this year, however, the pandemic has dampened the festive vibe a little, so everything uh, is a little downplayed. Nevertheless, even Ganpati Papa would tell you that health takes precedence over religious sentiment. Sar salamat. पगली हजार लाइकवाइज हेल्थ सलामत तो सेलिब्रेशन हजार एंड वी गोल्स आर नोन फॉर आर सेलिब्रेशन सो इन टूडेज एपिसोड आई विल टेक यू ऑन अ जर्नी ऑफ हाउ वी यूजली सेलिब्रेट गणेश चतुर्थी इन गोवा सम एज ओल्ड फेस्टिवल रिलेटेड ट्रेडिशंस देर कल्चरल सिग्निफिकेंस एंड द स्टोरी बिहाइंड Around 15 to 20 days prior to Ganesh Chaturthi, the preparations begin. So you'll find people getting busy with preparing the home decors, making all arrangements for the upcoming festival, and the festive vibe is so infectious, especially with uh, the kids in the household all excited and half covered in glue and craft paper, uh, that everybody would want to be a part of it. I remember as a kid I used to um go every Ganesh Chaturthi to my grandmother's house and um my cousins and I wanted to participate in the smallest of activities we wanted to paint nambakar we wanted to um do the craft work we wanted to help and contribute in every single thing no matter how the uh, the end result would be we wanted to be part of the preparations part of the celebrations and that is um what ganesh chaturthi is all about uh, these are fun times when cousins when aunts when uncles uh, get together and they forget all their differences and they join in the enthusiasm nowadays however these home decors they are readily available in the market and um we are too busy we do not have the time to um invest in in these do it yourself experiments but trust me the feeling of um, satisfaction you get with a handmade decor is unbeatable it's unparalleled apart from the makar a rich tradition which you will see being followed for ganesh chaturthi in goa uh, in most households is the goan matori now for the uninitiated the goan matori is all about decorating the wooden canopy above the idol uh with fruits and vegetables of the season now what is the significance behind this um the most goans will know that uh back in the day everything that was cooked that was eaten that was offered to lord ganesh during chaturthi was necessarily home grown or local so this tradition of tying the matori was supposed to be representative of our ethnobotanical heritage it was done to raise awareness of the local produce found in goa and then the tradition continued down the ages it was it was it passed on from one generation to another so now what fruits are included in the matori now 
a wide variety of fruits ranging from uh, those with uh, with medicinal uh, value with aesthetic value with cultural economical um, properties they all will be tied there now um, some of the best varieties um, some of the best matories you see in villages of goa will have a, a rich variety of seasonal fruits and vegetables and other than that you will have some indigenous uh, variety that will only be found in goa like uh, kandla or karmala um but in all goan matories coconuts and arika nuts are a must now uh, other than that there there will be um, poisonous varieties and wild varieties also included in the matory now why is this now uh, earlier what used to happen was the edible wild wild um, plants or the edible wild fruits that were hung in the matory they provided food for the villagers now the medicinal wild plants they uh, were used by the villagers to make uh, certain home remedies and the poisonous or the wild um, the poisonous and the wild uh, plants which were which were which were hung in the matory they also help put things in perspective by 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 warning the villagers to stay away from um, from specific kinds of species of plants now earlier the matory was restricted to only those fruits and vegetables that uh, could be cultivated that were home grown um so the point was and uh, to some extent still is uh, that the matory should be used to um, share knowledge and love about goa's rich heritage about uh, its biodiversity and in order to promote this tradition in order to encourage our future generations to carry this tradition forward uh, there are villages in goa that uh, conduct um, local competitions and give out awards for the best matory uh now with the matory tied up and the decor in place everybody is looking forward to the three most important days of the festival now the first day is called as tai in goa and it is dedicated to ganeshji's mother who is gauri or parvati now on tai the coconut is used to uh, symbolize mahadev and a bundle of wild leaves and flowers represents gauri Uh, so it is said that goddess parvati had pregnancy cravings during this time and in order to satiate these cravings an offering of patoryo is made to the goddess um so for the uninitiated patoryo is a goan delicacy that is made by uh, spreading out rice flour paste inside turmeric leaves and then it is stuffed with um with uh, with a mixture of grated coconut and jaggery and dried fruits and then these are steamed So uh, the third patori is offered to goddess Parvati and this patori is necessarily without salt and without the stuffing also another um, vegetable that is uh, that, that is definitely made on thai is uh, is the pats palachi bhaji now this pats palachi bhaji is made by uh, simply boiling five vegetables that is um, one is the tamdi bhaji that is also known as red amaranth uh then there is the valachi bhaji that is uh um malabar spinach if i am not uh, wrong then there is a moringa that is drumsticks then hog plums and kolokesia uh, that is aruchi bhaji now also um along with patoryo there can be uh, preparations or uh, sweet other sweet preparations like kheer made from sweetened rice 
and other things according to um, uh, the preference. Now, after the Gauri Puja is done, that is when the real excitement begins because then it is time to get Ganesh Ji home. Now, this can be either done in the next, uh, the next day, the next morning or on the previous night. When, it is, when Ganesh Ji is brought the previous evening or the previous night, that time the idol is brought veiled when entering the house and it is only unveiled before the puja commences on the next day. Another popular sweet that you will find in almost every Hindu Goan household during Ganesh Chaturthi is the Nevri. Now, the Nevri or the Nevrios, they are crescent-shaped sweets uh, that are fried and they have an outer maida covering and an inner stuffing. Now, the inner stuffing is made essentially uh, from uh, dry grated coconut and sugar. Now, of course, there are variations. Uh, we have the Pitachi Nevri. Now, the Pitachi Nevri includes um, wheat flour in its uh, stuffing. And now, other than the Nevri, uh, there is the Mangane. Now, the Mangane is a Goan delicacy. It's a Chana Dal Kheer, um, which is made with jaggery and sometimes it is made with uh, Sago as well. Needless to say, there is a Modak, which is, um, which is one of the most favorite sweets during Ganesh Chaturthi. Now, uh, modaks are of two types. One is the fried variety and one is the, um, one is the steamed variety. Now, the fried variety is an absolute hit in Goa because it is absolutely lip-smacking. And I can't help but say absolute, uh, but um, it's a personal favorite as well. Uh, the ukricha modak or the steamed variety is also equally uh, delicious and um, some may say it is a little uh, healthier as well. Now, another popular dish which finds its way in the lunch menu during uh, Ganesha Dutti is the khatkate. Now, khatkate um, is a mixed vegetable stew which is, um, uh, which is prepared from a wide variety of vegetables. Now, uh, the vegetables like uh, raw banana, raw papaya, there's cucumber in it, there is um, ridge gourd in it, uh, there is uh, breadfruit in it. So you name it and it is there in that khatkate. So it's, all these vegetables, they are simmered in, in coconut and um, uh, a tur dal gravy. And uh, this constitutes uh, khatkate. So other, um, uh, other items will include sarnya uh, chetonak, uh, um, then there is uh, Ambarachi Uddameti. Now Ambarachi Uddameti is, um, is, a, is a dish which is made from hog plums um, and uh, is absolutely delicious. Uh, then there is Gosarachi Bhaji which will find a way in, in, uh, in the cuisine. Uh, and then we also have a, a special item called Kakadi Salad. Now Kakadi Salad is a salad which is uh, made um, from uh, finely chopped cucumber. So kakadi is cucumber. So the salad is essentially finely chopped uh, cucumber with, of course, other ingredients like uh, like uh, like a tamarind paste, like green chilies, and uh, of course coconut. And uh, there is groundnuts too in it. So all these items are um, specially prepared on Ganesh Chaturthi Day. Coming to yet another of my favorite Ganpati-related topics, let me talk a little about modaks, which are as much as Ganpati Bappa's favorite sweets as they are mine. Well, 
on the first day of ganesh chaturthi lord ganesh is offered modak as prasad a minimum of five modaks and one karanji are offered as prasad now of course in joint families this number may go up to 21 modaks or 101 modaks um accompanied with a few karanjis now modaks are supposed to be ganpati ji's favorite food apart from uh, coconut laddus puran puri paisam motichur laddus srikhand those are also his favorite foods and those also can be offered as bhog to ganpati ji so we can say he is a god with a sweet tooth makes him uh, makes him feel almost human no maybe that's why we love him so much but coming back to the point modak remains his favorite at this point let me regale you with uh, two very popular stories that uh, my grandmother regaled me with during my childhood and uh, these stories are um, a telling of the fact that ganesh ji loved modak it is the telling of ganesh ji's love for modaks so uh, once lord shiva goddess parvati and uh, ganpati visited anusuya now anusuya was the wife of uh, a sage named atri and when it was time to serve them food anusuya insisted that she would serve lord shiva only uh, after bal ganesh's hunger was satiated now lord shiva was hungry but he patiently waited for uh, ganpati to finish eating but to everybody's surprise lord ganesh continued eating he went on eating dish after dish anusuya went on serving him he went on eating he ate everything that was served but his hunger was still not satiated so anusuya realized that if this continued there there would be no food left for lord shiva to eat and it was then that she served ganpati one single modak on eating the modak ganpati let out a loud burp suggesting that he was full and much to everybody's surprise um lord shiva uh, after after ganesh ji burped lord shiva immediately um uh, burped 21 times so goddess parvati who was watching this was uh, pleased to know that her son's hunger was satiated and she was also curious to know what it was that instantly filled uh, bal ganesh's stomach and when she realized it was the modak she expressed her wish that all devotees of ganpati should uh, offer him modaks and that that continued that tradition uh, is is on till till this day so in yet another story ganpati and his uh, sibling kartikeya they were arguing because they did not want to share uh, a modak that uh, that their mother goddess parvati had given them so um parvati thought of a idea she asked them to take three rounds of the world and whoever returned first would get the modak she said now kartike immediately set off on his peacock to travel around the world but ganpati he quietly with folded palms offered his respects to his parents and circled thrice around them and this suggested that they were his world no points in guessing who got the modak another tradition that is uh, noteworthy during the festival of ganesh chaturthi is the puja thali now the puja thali um, always has red flowers uh, there is durva grass blades there is uh, modak um, and there is agarbatti or incense sticks 
Now, uh, the red hibiscus is considered to be Ganpati Ji's favorite flower and it is always there in the Puja Thai. It, it, signifies, um, it signifies destruction of enemies and it also signifies prosperity. Uh, the blades of Durva grass, they are offered to Ganpati Ji and um, they have a story behind it. Now, um, a demon uh, called, the story goes like this, a demon called uh, Analasur, he was causing lots of tension in the heavens and uh, he was so powerful that his eyes had the power to emit fire that, uh, that destroyed everything that came in the way. So all the gods, uh, they, they, they called upon Ganpati Ji and asked him for help. Um, so in the battle when Anala Sud was throwing fireballs, uh, Ganesh Ji um, it, it took the form of, of Virat Roop and swallowed the demon whole. And this created extreme heat and restlessness um, in Ganesh, uh, Ganesh Ji's belly. Now all the uh, all the gods they offered uh, they they came to they came came to help out now but nothing could bring down that that amount of heat. So finally, uh, some sages thought of an idea and they came up uh, with twenty one durva blades and they placed them on Lord Ganesha's head. And as soon as they did that, the heat miraculously evaporated. So since then. 21 Durva blades find a way on the Puja Thai and are offered to Lord Ganesh during Ganesh Chaturthi. Now you must have heard the elderly speaking about not looking at the moon on the first day of Ganesh Chaturthi. This notion has an interesting story behind it. Um, now it is said that the moon god uh, was an extremely handsome god and uh, he was very proud of his looks. So um, he tried to make fun of uh, Lord Ganesha once and um, he, he tried to mock him by making some sarcastic remarks about his uh, elephant head, about his big belly. And this infuriated um, Ganpati ji and he, uh, he, uh, he was so angry that he decided to punish the moon god. By um, by giving him a curse, he he wanted to uh, he wanted to make him realize his mistake, and so Lord Ganesha cursed um, uh, the moon god by saying that no one will uh, will worship the moon, and uh, whoever looks at the moon will uh, would face uh, some kind of false allegation, even though he was innocent. So hearing this, the moon god was, he immediately realized his mistake and he was shattered and he, uh, he pled for forgiveness. Um, so he, he started worshipping Lord Ganesh in order to appease him once more. And then um, Lord Ganesh decided to, to relieve the moon god from the, from the curse. But there was a clause. So he said that, uh, that human beings can look at the moon on any day except, except the day of, um, of Bhadrapad Chaturthi, that is the first day. So he said that anyone who sees the moon on Bhadrapad Chaturthi will have, to face, uh, um, will have to face false allegation and the consequences. So uh, since that day, Bhadrapad Chaturthi was also known as Ganesh Chaturthi. And people um, tried their best not to look at the moon. But sometimes it is the case of the forbidden fruit. So you inadvertently uh, end up um, taking a quick peek at the moon and, and, and then immediately regret what you've done. So uh, there is a remedy for that also. 
So anyone who looks at the moon on Bhadrapa Chaturthi uh, by mistake can worship Lord Ganesh and uh, uh, follow the you know, follow the rituals and listen to uh, the aarti and recite the story of of uh, Ganesh Chaturthi and um, they will be relieved from the curse so this story has everything it has a superstition it has a notion it has a remedy as well and that is exactly how ganpati ji is he is not just intelligent and cool but he is also forgiving and he is uh, the sukakarta the uh, the dukharta he is the vigna vinashak the the remover of all obstacles um now another thing that is followed in goa another tradition another uh, custom another habit is that um uh, every person on uh, on the auspicious occasion of ganesh chaturthi he uh, goes out to see five ganpatis so in the evening after aarti he goes out to see five ganpatis now these can include sarvajanik ganpatis or ganpatis in their friends place now this tradition was started uh, initially with the whole intent of bringing people closer so on the pretext of offering prayers to five uh, ganpatis in five different places you would visit your friends your relatives uh, people you know you would meet and greet with them and uh, in a way it it kind of uh, increased the bo- the bond the friendship um coming to the most heartbreaking moment of the entire festival the visarjan so visarjan is when ganpati returns uh, back to his home uh, to his parents home and, and this is um this visarjan or ideal immersion is done um after one and a half days or three days five days seven days or even after 21 days um now in my grandmother's house we used to have this uh, this tradition of uh, um of showing ganpati around uh, every room of the house just before visarjan so it was a way um it was it was a way of getting the rooms um every corner of the house blessed by ganpati ji so different houses different households have different traditions that they follow um but truly the saddest moment of the festival is when ganpati ji has to uh, has to leave and and it's time for visarjan i recall my cousins as kids being heartbroken and almost bursting into tears at the time of visarjan so for them it was not just a, a return of ganpati ji back to uh, kailas uh, to join his parents uh, but it was more of an end to the festivities that uh, the festival brought along so it is more of having to endure a long wait of one year before uh, they could meet with their cousins and um, have fun in the same way again it was more of uh, waiting to see ganpati um, and enjoying the festival uh, with everybody they loved and cared uh, for so and and that is that is exactly uh, the vibe that ganesh chaturthi brings um it's a vibe that uh, that that infuses joy and happiness in in everyone that is a part of it um having said that before uh, the concept of eco friendly ganpati came into existence goa would use uh, materials like clay and mud to make their ganesh idols so for a very long time we used um, materials that were environmental friendly and then came along plaster of paris 
So then we shifted to Plaster of Paris, which started polluting our water bodies and it resulted in, uh, in, in environmental toxicity. And then again, we realized um, how detrimental this is to the environment and good sense prevailed. And now we are back to using environmental friendly uh, material to make Ganpati. So I recently read um, Ganesh idols being made of, uh, of chocolate and um, even e-waste for that matter. So people are using all, as people are getting aware, they are using all sorts of uh, biodegradable material in order to make sure that they are not harming the environment in the process. And once Visarjan is done with, then the devotees start returning to their respective homes with a heavy heart. Then the fruits of the matori that we spoke of earlier are distributed amongst um, the family members as prasad. Now, in my grandmother's home, we, we would follow this, uh, this amusing tradition of matori fruits distribution. So the elders in the family would instruct all the kids in the family to reach out for their favorite fruit from the matori. And inadvertently, our favorite fruit would be lying on the topmost string of the matori. So this would be followed by a lot of jumping up and down in order to reach the fruit and competing with cousins and uh, um, having a competition of sorts. Maybe this was a way um, the elders had thought of to dissipate the, the sadness of the moment that Visarjan had uh, brought along uh, for the kids. And um, maybe this, this did work after all, because in all the strategizing and in all the planning of how to pick our favorite fruits, uh, we forgot the heaviness of the moment. We, we, it was almost like a fun activity all over again. Now, in growing up, we learned different things. We learned that devotion does not always translate to idol worship um, or, or that exhibitionism is not always needed to express um, our feelings towards God. We learned that a silent prayer offered from the heart is enough to attain uh, uh, the peace of mind that we were looking for. We learned that it is not uh, it is not the visarjan that is the saddest moment of the festival, but instead it is the the burning of the firecrackers that um, that is the saddest moment because of all the grief it can bring to uh, to people in a fragile mood to um, to the environment to street dogs, and last but not the least, we learned uh, to safeguard our memories. To, to respect our present, to treasure it. I think 2020 put in perspective many things that we were taking for granted. So this Ganesh Chaturthi, maybe we should spend some time in quiet reflection of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. On that note, this is your podcast host Priyanka signing out. Bye-bye. Morning Chai and Ikigai is a bi-weekly podcast. That means fresh episodes will be uploaded every Thursday and Sunday. If you want to connect with me outside the pod, 
I am there on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is Dr. Priyanka Naik. That is Dr. Priyanka Naik. I'm also there on Facebook, and my YouTube channel is Dr. Priyanka Naik again. So do subscribe, leave me a comment, or rate and review my podcast. I also blog at drpriyankanaik.com.